Welcome to Witches Being Witches. Spiritual besties chatting all things stars, skin, science, sex, and self-love. I'm Tara, Ayurvedic consultant, cosmic witch, and Vedic astrologer. And I'm Emily, qualified naturopath, holistic skin witch, and founder of natural skin and lifestyle brand, The Purist Collection. Witches Being Witches is for the woman who is ready to reclaim her power, dares to take up space, and expresses herself fully. A witch is a woman who embraces nature, its cycles, and knows that she is magic. Welcome, Welcome fellow witch. witch. We are so happy you are here. Welcome to episode four, Kinesiology and the Subconscious Mind with Rachel Dungell. Rachel is a kinesiologist and mindset coach with eight years experience supporting anxious women to heal their past, their body and mind so they can get out of their own way and create a life beyond their wildest dreams. Using a combination of energy healing methods, NLP, root cause therapy, life coaching, and EFT, Rachel has a powerful toolkit to support deep healing and transformation. And so much transformation, Tara, can come from accessing and understanding and letting go of what it is within our subconscious mind that is not serving us. But this can become a real challenge because as Rach uncovers, 90% of our thinking is subconscious and is automatic. And so really bringing about that awareness is so important and bringing those um, subconscious beliefs and emotions and thought patterns into our conscious and becoming aware of that mind-body connection has been such a game changer for both of us. And Rachel has such an incredible toolkit here to help witches just like us to take that first step towards really feeling so empowered. Yeah, so really releasing and rewiring those unprocessed and repressed emotions because emotions, you know, weaken our, weaken our physical body. Mm. So... I'm really excited to bring this episode to you so you can understand more about this energy healing modality and its power. Yeah, and Rachel does an amazing job of explaining kinesiology and all of the incredible tools that fit into this magical modality. Mm. Um, and yeah, we are just so excited to play this interview for you. Yeah, enjoy, fellow witch. Welcome, Rach. Hello, thanks for having me, ladies. So excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rach, to kick us off, we want to know what your rising sign and what your sun sign is. Mm-hmm. So my rising sign is Pisces and my sun sign is Aquarian. Aquarius. Yes. Awesome. Yep, I can so see that. Humanitarianism, innovation, visionary, empathetic. Mm. Yes. Sums you up very nicely. And your human design, Rach? Um, my human design is manifesting generator. Oh, we need that. Yeah. We've got a good little trio here. Yes. Today. Woohoo. I'll bring the energy. All the time. <laughs> Thank you. And we will yes. happily take it. Definitely. <laughs> awesome. Let's get stuck in. Yeah. Where do we begin? Well, um, yeah. I'd love you to tell us, Rach, how you got started in kinesiology and how mm-hmm. you got to where you are now and that path that has really navigated you to this point in time. Yeah. Okay. Where do I start? All right. So how did I get onto this journey? So in my late teens, early 20s, I suffered from chronic back pain and um, I had a lot of tension and pain in my body that didn't seem to go away. 
So that led me onto a journey of seeing a lot of different physical therapists and unfortunately it didn't really help at all. So then I started to research about the mind-body connection, why I was in so much pain. Could there be a deeper reason for me being in physical pain? So I went down into this path of learning different books, Buddhism, I was meditating, I was trying to uncover why I had all of this pain. And then that sort of, um, it led me to Brisbane and where I was working for a nutrition company. And I went to work at um, the Australian Kinesiology Association. And so when I was working there and they started to talk about kinesiology, I was like, OMG, this is exactly what I need for myself. And it was this crazy, weird, strange modality. And I just knew I had to try it. And so I booked myself into a session and um, about six sessions later, my back pain was about 90% gone. The anxiety and the depression that I was experiencing was also pretty much gone. And my kinesiologist really helped me to identify the root cause of my pain. And it basically came down to a lot of childhood trauma and the fact that I was not able to process my emotional pain. And I had literally locked in that emotional pain into my muscles in my body and mm. kinesiology enabled me to release that. And so that was it. I left Brisbane, I moved to Sydney all within like a week and I was like, I'm studying this modality. This is what I need to be doing. And that basically was the beginning of my journey into personal growth and development and the rest is history. And I've yeah, studied countless things since then. And I've been doing this work for eight years and I just I just love working with women to heal, heal their past and heal themselves. And that's, and that's what I do in a nutshell now. That is so cool, Rach. Yeah, such a powerful story. Such a powerful story. And something I do want to ask you is mm-hmm. how, um, I guess, growing up, mm-hmm. because for those of you who don't know, Rachel's a twin. And your twin is a naturopath. She is. So did you guys grow up with holistic medicine being very um, a, a really big part of your life? No, not at all. Actually, the complete opposite. Um, yeah, my beautiful parents were not clued into holistic well-being whatsoever. Like I love them dearly and they am now based on our education. <laughs> um, but honestly, back then there was, there was none of that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's honestly why I think that my sister and I got quite ill on a, lot, a number of different mm. levels. I mean, that's why my sister went to naturopathy because um, we had a lot of IBS and digestive um, symptoms mm. and skin problems mm. and not eating well. And I had a lot of mental health problems. And so we both sort of went on down an entire different path um, mm. towards mind-body healing, mm. but in different, in different ways. That's so cool. And I think, you know, um, being a naturopath, one of our principles is that um, doctor as healer and doctor as teacher. Mm -hmm. And we, yeah, I think so many of us have that lived experience that's contributed to where we are and what we do and and why we help people. Absolutely. And it's it's our own experiences and our own suffering, Mm -hmm. which which is what drives us now. Yeah. Yeah. That makes us so empathetic. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And so Em and I have been really lucky to work with Rach mm. and I can say has completely transformed my life, which we'll I'm sure we'll get into. But can you tell our listener what kinesiology is? Because 
I I don't think it's understood. No. And you, if you search this term, it's still <laughs> it's very vague. Yeah, you'll and find a lot yeah, of different terms. A lot on of the different terms. terms. So how yeah. do you yeah. describe it? Like, what's your definition? Yeah, because mm. I have so many clients that I love to refer to Rach and. I'm telling them about this amazing experience that I've had and how I think it will really help them. And then they go, oh, cool. So um, so what is kinesiology? And I'm like, um, well, <laughs> and I kind of have my own wishy-washy answer, but yeah. I, I, I think it's probably best that we ask you. Okay, well, I'll be more than happy to explain it. And you can't explain it in one sentence, unfortunately. Mm. Um, so to me, in a nutshell, kinesiology uses muscle testing to identify the stresses and the blocks within your mind and body and then help to bring that stress back to a state of balance. And so that's very broad still. (laughs) But when you think of muscle testing, it's sort of like using a mouse into a computer system to identify what is the root cause of this issue for you. Except the mouse is your muscles and Mm -hmm. the computer system is your body. So the body to me is the subconscious mind, you know, and the subconscious mind runs your breathing, it runs your digestion, your hormones, all without your conscious control, but it also stores all of your cellular memories and all of your emotional stress. And so through kinesiology, we use that mouse or that biofeedback to identify what is going on for you. What is this stress? And our bodies always want to come back to a state of balance. It always wants to come back to a state of homeostasis, except through life, living life, um, we accumulate all of this stress through our own experiences from others, through what's happening in the world, and we take it on, and sometimes we don't actually know how to let it go. Mm -hmm. And so kinesiology can help you to let go of that stress. And through kinesiology, we can identify what is the stress that you're not letting go of. Is it a thought? Is it a feeling? Is it an emotion? Is it a suppressed um, emotion from the past that you still haven't processed from a memory that's been locked into your subconscious mind that you may not be aware of now, but you're still reacting from that place as if it was happening now. Mm. And so kinesiology is a beautiful way to be able to identify that gently and help to release that pent-up energy from your body so you can come back to a state of balance. And so that will be very hard to explain that to your clients. <laughs> yes. yes. I'll just I'll just play this episode yes. of the podcast Definitely. whenever I'm asked. <laughs> and I love that yeah. analogy that you've used, Rach, because mm. it is like the the software, the programming really. Mm. Yeah. And you really help um, deconstruct that and um really reprogramming it as well um by getting rid of all those those limiting thoughts those limiting beliefs that we've picked up through childhood you know all those things that weren't necessarily ours that we've attached to and like you say those traumas that we've picked up Mm -hmm. um and that was really my experience with um working with you rach is you know you identified blocks and limiting beliefs that i had that I wasn't even aware of. Mm -hmm. And I think there is such incredible power in that. Mm. Um, So I love that explanation. Mm. And I think it's a really unique part of holistic medicine, actually connecting the physical with the emotional. And we've spoken before about health, you know, encompassing so many different levels and, and yeah, bodies I guess the physical body and the emotional and and mental body and um in a lot of my clients I see a lot of clients with acne and there's um you know we we believe that there is this underlying belief that 
in those clients that they are not enough, whether it's that they're not good enough or not pretty enough or not smart enough or, you know, not X, Y, Z enough. And it's something that I, I do talk to a lot of my clients about and it's really nice to then be able to refer them for support in A, actually getting to the bottom of, of that belief or that thought or that um, emotional pattern, but then actually have some help um on pro or deprogramming unprogramming mm. is not the right word <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yes. and that's the beauty of kinesiology is that a lot of us are walking around with all this stress and we feel pain in our body we are anxious we're depressed we have gut issues we have hormonal imbalance and for many of us we don't really understand why am i feeling the way that i'm feeling and so kinesiology is a really beautiful way to to connect with your subconscious mind and really draw out what is going on that is driving my pain what is going on that's driving this anxiety and often it is mm. you know that belief that I'm, I'm not good enough and I need to compensate in some way to feel like I'm enough in some way and that's going to create anxiety mm. because you're, you're not allowing yourself to live and be your authentic self Mm. Um, so that's yeah that's a huge part of the work that I do yeah and the thing that I love about your work as well Rach when I was seeing you um, you allowed me to connect back to my intuition even more because you would ask me questions and then from my feedback of my body that would be responding to you to say Mm -hmm. if that was correct or not. Mm -hmm. And when I was seeing you, I was very deep in my, in my corporate, I was doing three different job roles and I had lost touch of my body and even what I was, even my intuition. And I remember you'd be asking me questions and getting that feedback from my body. And I would say, am I, am I lying? And you would say, yes. And I'm like, it was so good to like understand what that felt like in my body when it was, when it was being truthful or when I was being honest, um, and getting that instant feedback, which is just incredible. But I would love you to walk us through Rach for those that aren't familiar with this whole process of kinesiology. Yeah. Like what does a typical session look like? Yeah. What do you do to people? How do you wow. <laughs> so, but you know, basically, when you come in for a session, um, we'll have a chat about what is it that um, is going on for you and what you would like to get out of your session um, with me. And then you'll lie down on the table, on a massage table on your back, and then I'll take your arm and um, I'll start to muscle monitor different stresses within your body that is contributing to your pain or your anxiety or your depression or that is holding you back from being able to fully align with the goal that you want to work on and how you want to feel. And so through muscle testing, I'll then touch different points in your body to start to communicate with your body in a way that um, I can understand what is going on for you. What are these stress holding patterns that, that is going on for you? And so kinesiology works with chakras. Mm. It works with the meridian system. And it works with the neurological system, the hormonal system on so many levels, but your body's going to guide me through muscle testing what part of your body or what part of these systems we need to be working with to be able to start clearing out these stress responses. And through that feedback, we may um, find a belief or an emotion or a thought and we'll talk about it 
And then I'll use different techniques to help clear that from your from your mind and body. And that can be using acupressure to um, help to balance out meridians. They might be using tuning forks or sound to balance out their chakras. And um, I'll be doing that throughout the session. So it's sort of like peeling back the layers of an onion all those stress holding patterns, all that accumulated stress that you've adopted for, for so long or how many years, and then being able to start to peel back that stress. So you can come back to a state of balance and feel and feel better and feel more whole within yourself. So Yeah, um, and even even when our emotion is really charged, like if yeah. you're working on that, I remember you asking like what is that um, rating, what are you rating that feeling yes. right now? And then after going through that process that you just mm-hmm. explained actual feeling in your body that charge being removed yeah it's just incredible Mm. and i want everyone to experience this Mm. it is it is magic it really is is. and Mm. it just shows how much we hold on to this stuff without Mm. realizing but when you can really connect you know with your mind into for example i'm not good enough or this anxiety or this sadness or this fear when you really connect into it you realize oh my god i'm storing that in my chest Mm. or or it's it's you know it's i'm storing that in my throat I literally can't breathe or I'm holding that in my stomach and then we can start to release that and let go mm-hmm. and you just feel so much lighter afterwards mm. yeah. something that I think um impacts a lot of witchy women and me being one of them um self-confessed is perfectionism mm-hmm. and we really want to talk to you about that in this episode mm-hmm. and I guess first of all where do you feel and where do you find in your clients that that perfectionism actually stems from usually okay so it can stem from so many different things Mm. um sometimes you know perfectionism we adopt perfectionism as a protective mechanism um to protect us from feeling a certain way about ourselves and that's Mm. ultimately feeling like you're not good enough or you're unlovable or you're unwanted in some way. So we learn from childhood or, you know, through what our parents tell us or through, um, you know, experiences at school or through our friends or maybe it's just something that you decided for yourself, you made the decision that you're not good enough, so therefore I, I need to be perfect, I need to look a certain way, I need to do things a certain way in order to be able to be accepted, loved mm. and feel like I'm enough. And so it often comes from childhood yeah, in a okay. nutshell. You know, it, it often comes from our experiences in our childhood. And it, it can be as as small as mum or dad just maybe nitpicking us a little bit mm. or criticising us and going, well, that's not really enough. You could, you could do better. Um, or, you know, and then, and then we start to learn over time that that isn't good enough. And so the way that I can be enough is through what I do and so I need to do everything perfectly and so therefore I can't make any mistakes because otherwise you know that that approval or that love that mum and dad give me um, is taken away mm. does that make sense yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and so I guess with perfectionism being a protective behavior mm-hmm. almost yeah I'm guessing that in some ways that can impact someone's life quite positively but then Mm -hmm. there are also a lot of negatives that come from perfectionism Mm -hmm. how do you find that perfectionism impacts clients lives and particularly women I think Mm -hmm. um this is I'm, I'm guessing that this is something that's more common in women 
Well, I, I mainly work with women. Yeah. <laughs> so I can tell you now there's many women walking through my door who, um, who do tend to fall into those perfectionist tendencies. Um, but it is, it's, it's the unrelenting high standards that we place on ourselves to be perfect all the time. And literally, when you feel like you're trying to, to meet this expectation to be perfect and you, you don't allow yourself any flexibility in terms of um, making mistakes or not looking perfect. It creates so much anxiety, mm-hmm. a huge amount of anxiety. And, and you literally just can't be yourself mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You, you become so disconnected from who you truly are when you're constantly wearing this shield mm-hmm. of perfectionism. And, and, and it causes pain. It causes you know mood disorders um it it creates a lot of issues having to put up this this mask of perfectionism all the time and it can hold you back in so many ways in your life maybe not going for that goal of your dream job or being able to open up a business and and i can tell you now i have fallen (laughs) victim to this perfection perfectionism and i know em that you you have (laughs) as well (laughs) Um, and, um, and yeah, so perfection, perfectionism really is on some level self-abuse. Yeah. Okay. And I guess, um, there is a lot of self-sabotage as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Rach really, um, cleared that one for me. So, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <You're> Tara. <laughs> sorry, I'm <laughs> <we're> not relate. <laughs> but I guess, um, something that I want to ask, Rach, I'm quite honest in that I am, a recovering perfectionist, I like to call it. Congratulations. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Is perfectionism something that we can fix? Because, again, Mm -hmm. being a perfectionist, I want to fix my perfectionism. Of course. But is that something, can I fix it perfectly? Yeah, no. (laughs) Can I perfect my perfectionism? (laughs) Look, I think it's an every, it's a a daily journey Mm. and it's a daily choice to let go of those thoughts that drives perfectionism. Um, it's in every moment, you know, when you're looking yourself in the mirror and you go, oh my God, I need to make my hair perfect. I need to make my makeup perfect. I need to look like, you know, wear certain clothes um, to look perfect so that others will accept me. It's mm-hmm. in those moments where you go, I'm recognizing my perfection, perfection part of me is trying to take over mm-hmm. and I'm gonna choose to let that go and just walk out the door without. Mm-hmm obsessively having to look a certain way as one example so it's a it's a daily choice Mm. um but I guess you know through the work that I do is that I help a lot of women to look at these limiting beliefs and the way they see themselves about not feeling enough and and feeling unlovable and being able to rewire those beliefs at the subconscious level so that all of that emotionally charged energy that these women are holding on to from their childhood they can then help to let that go and being able to make that daily choice of I'm just going to let go of my perfectionism becomes easier. Totally. And something that was really um, quite a game changer for me working with you, Rach, was timeline therapy. Can you touch a little bit on that for us mm-hmm. and, and what that entails and, and how you do that? Absolutely. So timeline therapy is a neuro-linguistic programming approach So it's an NLP um, process and it's basically a process, a a closed eyed process where I take you back to the very first time you ever took on a limiting belief. So if it's, if you want to work with, I'm not feeling good enough, it's like, well, where did you take this on? Mm. And so through this process and through questioning, 
I help you to go back to the first time where you took this on and then we work to rewire and reframe that perception of yourself at the unconscious level, the subconscious level. And that way, that subconscious part of you that's constantly telling you, I'm not good enough, is no longer having that same energetic charge. And so consciously, you can be like, you know what, I am good enough. Screw that, I'm not gonna to listen to that part of me anymore because there's not that internal conflict that's happening within you anymore. There's that part of you, that subconscious mind, that 90% of the time rules your life, mm -hmm. right, automatically. And so then when we do this timeline therapy process and we help to rewire that, that belief, then you can just help let go of it and it's easier to make that choice in your everyday life. Yeah. 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 And it's incredibly powerful. My experience with you, Rach, doing this timeline therapy, um, really going back to um, when I had first um, feelings of abandonment and things like that. And it was through actually when I was born, um, my mum was really um, ill. She ended up having um, afterbirth left in her and um, she she nearly lost her life and that meant as um, a baby I was in incubator so that that attachment there and going through that timeline therapy and rewiring that program and that story was so incredibly powerful it healed so much in my life and so yeah timeline therapy in this practice that you do Rach is incredible and re programming like you say rewiring those beliefs about ourselves has been complete has completely changed my life and, and it's been amazing to see how much you transformed Tara mm, and that's from those energetics but what I want to say about that as well Rach it takes a commitment and it takes yeah. um, leaning into this every day and mm -hmm. part of your practice you would always give me affirmations and things like mm -hmm. that to really solidify those those um thoughts that i was rewiring and it is so powerful i just want to get across how incredibly powerful this yeah. is, this this work is and i went from a real people pleaser and not being able to use my voice or speak up or put my needs first to um yeah again sorry husband now i'm <laughs> completely cured of that i um you know i'm always using my voice and um always yeah putting myself um first and so that has been incredible to to actually experience this firsthand how that rewiring works mm -hmm. and i think tara you raise a really good point there with making that commitment and like you said rach making the conscious effort every day to um live that new belief that you are, you know, trying to trying to put into place. And it's something that um, in practice I see a lot of with my clients if, um, you know, we're, we're talking through all of the things that are going to help them and they're really on board in that session and they come back and they see me and they go, I haven't done any of that. No, and they apologise to me. They feel bad that mm -hmm. they haven't done any of that. And I think um, sometimes I, I kind of get them to stop and think about it and, I think it's really hard to commit to a positive change if you feel that you are not worthy Absolutely. of feeling better. Mm. And I guess that translates into what, what you do, Rach, as well. Absolutely. I mean, when you feel like you're not worthy of feeling better or feeling happy, mm. then you've got that that's basically on some level burdening you and holding you back from really being able to step into 
um, creating these actions that are going to lead you to what you what you truly want. And that's what I was saying before in terms of that internal conflict. Mm-hmm. There's that real conscious part of you that goes, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to feel sick. I want to feel better. But then there's also this other part of you, that unconscious, that subconscious part of you that is 10 times, unfortunately, more powerful. And that is basically what we're up against in some way. And so through kinesiology and the work that I do, we help to make the subconscious conscious so we can start to clear out that baggage and you can start to align with what you truly want. Yeah, I love that. And um, I think my my strongest memory of timeline therapy, and I think I did a few sessions with you, Rach. Um, the first time that I did it, I think was, um, I actually really struggled to get into it. And I think I remember saying to you, there's this part of my brain and I don't know whether it is like the protective thing of I'm, yeah. I'm really tightly holding on to this belief and I, I think it knows that it's about to get shifted and it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we are not letting you do this. But then there's this other part of me that's like got this, um, like I'm I'm a witch, I love being a witch and I get very woo-woo and I, I'm very open-minded to things. But then there's also that kind of scientific mm-hmm. part of my brain and that kind of cynicism that kind of lives there and it totally. really stepped into its power and it was like, what are you doing? No, you can't <laughs> imagine anything. And I remember saying to you, Rach, like, I can't see anything what am I doing am I doing this right am I doing it wrong and I eventually got there and had a really um you know and like Tara said you sent me through some affirmations afterwards and I felt really drawn when I got home to pull a tarot card and I don't know how many of our coven um into tarot but there is um one card the star which is really associated with uh letting go of limiting beliefs and rewriting your story and it comes after the tower card which is kind of that crumpling of um, belief systems and kind of making you stop and and look at life differently and after that session I went home and I pulled the star card of course you did yeah Mm. (laughs) it was really cool yeah I love that Mm. that is amazing and I think it's a beautiful confirmation of the work that we just did totally Mm. Cemented it very nicely. Yeah. Well, and you're not the first one for that to happen. Yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> but that. But it just shows, you know, we're so, um, we're so connected yeah. to ourselves energetically and, and it's amazing, um, yeah, what comes up. Yeah. And I think it is a, a big trusting thing, isn't it? It's trusting yourself, like Tara was saying earlier, to, yeah, be able to embrace that. Absolutely. And it, it does. It takes a commitment mm-hmm. and it takes a huge amount of courage to go into the places of pain yeah. that we've been hiding for so long. But I guarantee it's worth it. Yeah, I can 100% uh, attest to that. Uh, there's been many tears that I've had on <laughs> with Rach, but it is, you know, Em and I talk about this a lot, is um, feeling it to heal it. Absolutely. And a lot of the time we've got, you know, so many distraction devices that we can lean to and lean on um rather than going into that to clear it and that's why i love about kinesiology and this energy work is really having that self-awareness acknowledging it and then what do we do with that and Mm. i i feel like there is really that practical element to the kinesiology as well as like that more mystical side of it as well um so yeah i just think that is so powerful but like i'm really interested rach because a lot of people, even um, alternative health practitioners, you know, mm-hmm. um, don't um, 
know exactly the power of kinesiology. So you've been doing this for a while now. Mm, Are you seeing um, a change in how people are viewing this? And, you know, that was very bold of you to step into this career, especially when it was so new and not known about. I feel like it's getting a bit of traction now, but most people I speak to are unaware of that this modality exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, the majority of people that I talk to now and I talk about what I do and the kinesiology component, most people on some level have heard of it, whether mm. it's through a friend but they don't particularly or a family member, but they don't particularly know what it is and yeah. how it works. Mm. And so I think that we're starting to hear about kinesiology can help you, but we're not really understanding why. So there really is still a need for education Mm. around it and how it can help your mental health and how it can create balance in some way and how it can help um, balance your pain and all of these other issues that um, may be going on for you. So I think that it's definitely, it's starting to get there, but there's still a lot of work and awareness required around this modality. Mm. Yeah. I think it's a really nice complementary modality as well. Like a lot of holistic medicine, it can work really nicely in conjunction with other practices. Like I refer my naturopathic clients because I think, um, you know, working with that emotional and mental side of things as well. And like I said, getting that support in helping to shift through things and, and sort through things, but also um, psychology and counselling. I think it, it's another really nice, um, yeah, complement. Absolutely. I mean, we're working at a different level Mm. than um, a counsellor or a psychologist would. Um, And we're getting into the body and helping to shift um, those emotions. And we're helping to balance your energy systems, which those other modalities don't do. And so it really is a a beautiful complementary modality that can really help to create balance on the mental, emotional and physical level. Mm. Yeah. And this is why I originally came to see you, Rach, because... I was um, seeing a um, acupuncturist and I was getting all my meridians and things like that. And where I was in my corporate career, I was like on the verge of burnout. And so I was going to this acupuncture session just as like a hit to get me by, <laughs> right? Um, and my acupuncturist said, she goes, Tara, you can keep coming here and I can keep fixing you. Um, but until you change like your, your beliefs and your thoughts and your lifestyle, um, it's going to continue. And that's when I realized that I needed to go at that deeper level. And then Rachel popped up (laughs) and, um, and that is what, uh, kinesiology has been able to do for me. Um, and on a deeper level, like you say, in my opinion, um, then therapy, um, all those types of um, healing modalities, this uh, definitely has been uh, the most uh, life-changing for me on that deep um, soul level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's been incredible. And, and that's amazing to hear that. And I think that, like with any modality, it's about finding the right one mm, yeah. for you and, and how it's going to be suited to you. And sometimes it's, it's, it's all of these modalities together yes. and how it works for you. But it's, you have to go and give it a go to see what's going to work for you and really be open-minded. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was at um, dinner with the Ayurvedic practitioners that I studied with and they were talking about limiting beliefs and mm-hmm. things that were holding them back. And I said, oh, well, I got rid of that through kinesiology, those, those limiting beliefs. And it was really interesting to me, but... 
um, you know, Ayurveda is alternative healing modality and um, they actually weren't familiar with kinesiology. So that was really interesting to me. And I, yeah, it just made me realize, yeah, you need to get to the kinesiology to remove those limiting beliefs. Um, But again, yes, you have to be willing to to do that work yourself um, and being open and ready to, to shift those and feel it because like you say, sometimes we're not ready yet mm, mm. Um, to really shift that. To let go. And again, because of that protective thing, I think. Mm-hmm. And Rach, I really liked what you were saying before about, you know, making that conscious effort and that conscious decision every yeah. single day. And something that Tara and I are very much about with this podcast is empowering yeah. witches with practical yeah. kind of um, tools. Can you give us some tips and advice, um, asking for a friend. (laughs) How do we kind of, um, every day when we wake up, Mm -hmm. do you have any little like kind of tips or tricks or rituals that we can bring in to really help us to make that conscious decision, to make that day one that we are going to let go of those limiting beliefs and we are going to keep chipping away at them? Absolutely. I mean, the first thing, you know, when you wake up in the morning, as soon as you wake up from that beautiful sleep of yours, your brain is going to go straight into those automatic negative thoughts, okay? And so if you've still got a lot of that limiting beliefs that you haven't been able to work through, then that's going to be the first thing that comes up in your awareness, mm. okay? And we can get stuck there all day long, right? So the first thing is just to have a different thought, consciously and intentionally have a different thought as soon as you wake up in the morning. I'm going to have a good day today. I'm going to choose to have a good day today and I'm going to choose to, you know, live my life and be free and to be authentic and use my voice and speak up, even when it's scary. Mm. Whatever it is that you want to embody and step more into, have those as the first thoughts as soon as you get up intentionally, whether you have to write it down on a notepad, right next to you on your bedside table, Mm. but read those as soon as you get out of bed first thing in the morning. So I would say that's, yeah, one of the first things that you can do Mm. is to start to align to that. The second one um, is EFT. Yes. Oh, I love EFT. So emotional freedom technique is an amazing um, energy healing modality where it uses different acupressure points that we tap on the head and the body. um, And you can use that process to better shift out of an emotional state or to let go of a thought pattern that you're stuck into and you literally can tap for five minutes mm. five when you're in the shower tap in the shower mm. um or you know when you're about to sit down for breakfast do some tapping and think about what do i want to shift in this moment okay i'm feeling a little bit anxious or i'm feeling a bit fearful or um, i can't get rid of this thought in my mind jump on the internet <laughs> find mm. what eft is and just follow the basic procedure to shift that thought pattern in that emotional state in that moment. And it can literally take just a few minutes. Mm, I love EFT. I, I think actually probably, and I'm going to make an assumption that it was probably Tara that told me about this a long time ago. <laughs> and I remember reading The Tapping Solution by yes. Nick and Je- Jessica oh, Wartner. Yeah. And it was a game changer, but I actually um, took it in shelved it in my mind and it wasn't until Rach that I started to work with you that it came back onto my radar and you provided some really amazing scripts and this was before I kind of was seeing you one-on-one for sessions and it was actually really funny because you provided an amazing script for um, EFT and tapping around perfectionism Mm -hmm. 
But do you know how long I put off doing that EFT because I needed to do it perfectly? What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, I'm seeing you and working with you and starting to shift some of those limiting yeah. beliefs. I, yeah, I love using. Yeah. And it's amazing because, once again, it's working the subconscious mind. It's working with the body. It's not just this mental, you know, idea of, I, I need to feel good right now. <laughs> you mm. know what I mean? And, and so sometimes affirmations don't work for some people because mm. there's so much crap that we're holding on to and we can't shift out of that emotional state. So if that's you, EFT will help to shift out of that emotional state so you can feel lighter and mm. you can start to align with how you really want to feel. Yeah, I think it's a really nice one. I, I know for me it's um, really lovely because I do sometimes get, um, as someone who has historically struggled with anxiety, I do sometimes struggle to meditate or, you know, just sit quietly and, and get inside my thoughts and my emotions and, and kind of sit comfortably with them. So I really like with tapping that there is that physical mm-hmm. aspect to it and I can kind of uh, practice it more as mindfulness, I guess. Kind Absolutely. of, yeah, coming back into my body and, and becoming Yeah, grounding aware. yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, yeah, grounding back into the body. Exactly. Yeah. And just focusing on you and taking some time out for you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I love EFT. Um, my parents actually, when I was 11, um, they were doing it. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So that's when I uh, first learnt about that, mm. and I saw the change that it it made for them. So mm. yeah, I was always yeah. I didn't know how it works or anything like that. But yeah, I think it's a really important technique. And this this are these are all tools, right? Yeah. And you know, I think a a lot of women put off getting help. Mm-hmm. You yes. know? And I just really want to emphasize that, yeah, using these tools, using these healing modalities to empower yourself um, and not, you know, getting that support and getting someone else to guide and shift you through it um, rather than thinking, you know, that martyr mentality, I've got to do this all myself. Like I've got to Mm. um, sort all this out. Um, And that's what I really love about all these healing modalities. It's really about getting that support and allowing someone to assist you through that process. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's it's you at the end of the day. Like, you're doing the work. Um, so, yeah, never be um, fearful of getting that help. And, mm. yeah. That kind of guiding hand. Mm. Absolutely. And we all need help. Yeah. We all can't do it on our, on our own. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely go and see someone that can support you and guide you through that. And a, a holistic practitioner will help to give you the tools that you can use in your everyday life for that specific issue that you need to deal with. Mm. Yeah. And, and speaking of getting help, Rach, Tara and I have gotten help from you. How can our listeners, how can our coven work with you? Okay, so um, you can come for one-on-one kinesiology sessions. You can um, do my You Are More Than Enough program, which is a six-week program which I'm releasing in August, and it's going to help women to really um, rewire those um, those unconscious limiting beliefs that may be holding you back over six beautiful sessions. And we can do that online or in person, um, but you can you can book the kinesiology or this program all through my website at um, racheldunjal.com. Amazing. Great. And just one more question, Rach. would really love to know what health is a new wealth means to you. Okay. So I believe that 
when health is absent, wealth becomes useless, basically. Mm. Because, you know, wealth is meaningless when you don't have the energy for living. Mm. When you don't have your health, you lose your joy, you lose that inner spark, your ability to fulfill your purpose and experience life in a way that only you can when you are well. You know, you sort of experience life through a lens of pain and suffering when you're unwell and there's no wealth in that. Yeah. And and I know exactly what it's like through my own suffering is that, you know, even just this past year, I've had to do some other healing um, at a hormonal level, which would actually create a lot of anxiety for me. And um, I literally couldn't show up mm. in my life because mm. I was suffering so much. I literally just had to put all my energy into surviving. And, and that's what it's like when you are not well mm. and you don't have the energy to live mm. life yeah. the way that you want to. Yeah, how can you enjoy that abundance if you, exactly. like you said, don't have that spark? Totally. Mm. Love yeah, that, Rach. I love that. Thank you so much, Rach, for coming on Witches Being Witches. We love you. Yes. We highly I recommend love you, ladies. <laughs> working with Rach. She oh. is incredible. Um, check yeah. out her program. And yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks, Rach. Thanks so much for listening, fellow witch. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and rate us five stars. And come and hang out with us online. We are at Witches Being Witches on Instagram and we have our free Facebook community as well. We would love to see you as part of our coven over in there. Thanks for listening to Witches Being Witches. Remember, happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success. Health is the new wealth. And kindness is a new call. We'll see you next episode.